You're listening to Mischief Media. Hey there, Nonplus listeners. You're the sort of person who likes to partake of a tipple from time to time. A what? A tipple. You know, it's a bit of, it's a bit of booze, but coyly and a little British. Coyly British is my stage name. Okay. If you enjoy a cocktail from time to time and you're looking to jazz things up a bit, you should definitely check out Shaker and Spoon. Yeah, Shaker and Spoon is a really cool subscription service that helps you be your own mixologist. They send you a new box every month centered around a carefully curated cocktail theme. Inside, you'll find all your ingredients, instructions, and even mixology definitions to help you craft your very own fancy cocktails. You provide the poison, Shaker and Spoon provides the pizzazz. To sign up and get $20 off your first box, head over to shakerandspoon.com forward slash nonplussed. Again, that's shaker, A-N-D, spoon.com slash nonplussed to get 20% off your first order. I'll drink to that. And one for Molly. I I hope that it doesn't just be like, you know, hey, it don't it don't just be like uh <laughs> anyways. Another episode of Plus, a gay romp through the Disney Plus vault. That over there is my husband Clancy. And over there is my husband Josh. And this is Plus, a mischief media podcast. Hello, it's season four. Welcome. Yeah. Congratulations to us. Looks like we made it to we- another season of nonsense. Yeah. We're in Colorado. We're in a new space. We're getting settled. Yeah. It's been a brisk winter. We've been traveling for work, both of us. I just got back from a big trip from in Florida. And, and we're I just getting tired. back into the swing of things. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's it's wild to think that we're on season four. Season four. Right? Crazy. It is. It this is, is our fourth year of doing this. Yeah. Uh, what started as a, a, a joke turned real <laughs> that became sort of our attempt to clutch at reality during a scary time. Yeah. And now is just a good reason for us to watch things. It is. And it's also a good, <laughs> you know, I honestly feel that it's been good for our relationship in terms of like, no, you no, know, no, being no. able to have something that we can do together yeah. that involves the both of us. Yeah. I think this has been great. And so we appreciate everyone who listens. Yeah. And it gives us a reason to not go out when we don't want to go. Oh, you know what? We got to record. I can't, sorry. I can't. <laughs> Sorry, we got to do Ooh, some that's a stuff. that's a big secret. Why did you give that away? Uh, hey, it's not. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Most of the time. Anyway, as always, over at Mischief Merch, they've got some new stuff this year. Yeah. You can get some patriotic posterior boxer briefs. Now, I don't understand this. Is this America's from- ass, Clancy? Oh, cute. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> you get a dark sister relaxed T-shirt. And for those of you who are uh, Game of Thrones fans, we now have the Aegon and Aegon and Aegon and Aegon and Aegon shirt in long sleeve. Ooh. And then this new line. Oh, Daddy of Dragons? Daddy of Dragons. Oh my God, There's Daddy. a few different products. All that and more at mischiefmerch.com. You get anything MCU related or nonplus related, put in the code nonplus10 at checkout and get 10% off your entire purchase. 
And as always, our research comes from Wikipedia, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and other sources that we will reference as we are talking about this. Uh, we also want to put out a a bit of a spoiler light warning right here yeah. that we're going to be talking about Wakanda Forever. Uh, and we might spoil some things in it. So if you haven't seen it yet, uh, watch it, come back and yeah. Yeah. And we'll be I, here. I mean, for additional context and explainer, we're kicking off season four a little bit differently yeah. by telling you, for those of you who may not know, or just want to hear us talk about it, about the end of phase MCU phase four coming to a close, mm-hmm. especially how that looked on Disney plus, because that's what we do here. Yes. And then the start of MCU phase five, how that got set up in Disney plus, how we're getting characters from Disney plus into the MCU and how this synergy just feels really good in these new stories that are being told. Yeah. So that's what, so yeah, happy Marvel cinematic. No happy new Marvel cinematic universe phase year. Ta-ta! So the end of phase four. So, I mean, in terms of the Disney plus stuff, right? a lot happened. Yeah. We had a lot. We got moon Knight, We had miss Marvel. We had werewolf by night and then she Hulk. And one I left off of here actually was the guardians of the galaxy holiday special. Oh yeah. That has huge implications. All of these stories that have major implications and lay a lot of groundwork yeah. for going into MCU phase five. I think there's been a lot of, perhaps short-sighted criticism leveled against phase four. Oh yeah. That it seemed directionless or this or that. But when you look at the slate of what's coming up, not even just in the films, yeah. but like the TV shows. So this phase had to do so much work. It had to do at least as much work as phase one. Yeah. In setting up new characters, doing some more world building, tying off old stories Setting up new ones. There's just, there's I a mean, lot of work that had to be done. Yeah, with, with phase one, like this, phase four feels very much like phase one. Phase yeah. one was very much a lot of discrete properties that had some small things that were like, you know, intertwined. Right. Obviously, you know, the Tesseract being an infinity stone. Feels a bit of a retcon. Same with Loki Scepter in the long run. Exactly. Like. But like, it's those sort of things that it's like, I feel that that's what they're doing with this. They're just, they're, they're casting a wide net. But they're doing it more meticulously. And Absolutely. Um, and with a lot more content, like there's yeah. so much. Yeah. And again, with Moon Knight, we loved it. Yes. And we'll talk about the films here in a second. But I think one thing that's worth noting that they did really well, that I don't think you notice until you take a step back, is how different themes and storytelling methods, et cetera, et cetera, parallel between the films and the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Because right as we were finishing Getting through Moon Knight, we had Thor, Love and Thunder, oh, yeah. which is similarly expanding the concept of gods, lowercase g, and their mm-hmm. impact on the mortal realm. Yeah. Whereas with Ms. Marvel, we're expanding into different, you know, universes slash worlds. What is this? Aisha's home. It's connected to our world, but hidden behind the veil of Noor that separates our world from us. Noor is the energy source of that realm. The veil, the clandestines, even your powers are made of it. If the clandestines use the bangle to tear down the veil, they'll unleash their world onto us. Parallel dimensions kind of a thing. Jin, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it's not necessarily gods, it is a a different society that lives outside of our reality. Yeah. Whereas the gods have 
a direct connection to the reality, whereas the other one really didn't. It was right. more or less just two things crashing together. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's in Moon Knight, something that's quite notable that they make sure that they explain that the Egyptian gods have removed themselves yeah. from influencing the mortal realm slash earth. We have not abandoned humanity. They abandoned us. We simply trust our avatars to carry out our purposes without calling undue attention to ourselves. Not like some of us. Avatars are not enough. We need the might of gods. Return from the opulence of the overvoid before you lose this realm. For the last time, Honshu, the avatars that remain here are simply meant to observe. That's what the whole avatar process is for. Yeah, and we're also getting a lot more macro into the our world and i think that that's through monsters and werewolf by night is very much that yeah whereas it's you know it, we are taking a look in to a the stories that have been you know werewolves vampires that sort of thing where those are known supernatural conceits and tropes in our reality yes right and they just weren't paid attention to because we were always at these high level stakes with all these other ones or it was focused on a specific character like now now we're opening that door to be like hey we got a lot here yeah and i think that same sentiment is true when you think about how we're going to start folding in some of these other properties mm -hmm. that Disney can now play with. And I mean, not for nothing, we've especially with like Captain America Winter Soldier. We had like the implication of Hydra and, you know, the aftermath of some things. Yeah. Now we've got literally a show that's built around dealing with aftermath of super things, which is She-Hulk. Yeah. It is literally the legal side of the MCU. It's very mundane, very ground level. Yeah. And I mean, again, spoilers, whatever. We get Daredevil introduced into this, which was great because it's Charlie Cox, who was in No Way Home and yep. was the original Daredevil on Netflix. Wow. Secret double lives of Matt Murdock. How does he do it? As someone who works for them, full time i really don't have any gas in the tank for anything else well, you say that but i think you're in a unique position to do some real good you see the way i see it jen walters can use the law to help people when society fails them and she hulk can help people when the law fails them so you can if you choose be the best of both worlds because we know, and it's phase five, but he's going to get his own series. Yeah. Point is, is that She-Hulk is literally grounding him and some of the Hulkier concepts mm -hmm. while also answering questions that we've had about Hulk and some of the other Hulk adjacent characters and their involvement slash impact slash inclusion into the MCU. But to your point, I think what we're going to find out in a lot of these things that the audience especially an MCU audience is going to be asked to accept as the what's the, suspension of disbelief what the, that they're going to expect from their audience. Yep. Some of this is mm -hmm. in the background and has been the entire time. We just haven't been looking at it. Yeah. And it, and I also think that it's, it, it's still solidifying that idea that you need to watch the television shows for the movies to make sense. Um, I, I think that they are, especially you know, you, with King, you say that I don't even think you need to have watched the TV shows for strange mom to make sense. You don't necessarily need to have watched Loki, I don't think, for I, Quantumania. I don't want to get too into it in this episode. I do think that there is a necessity with w watching WandaVision. And now that's really 
solidifying what her motivation is in Dr. Strange mom. Cause a lot of the criticism that I've seen about Dr. Strange mom is about how her character feels like it just, she flipped a switch. Like the arc didn't seem as believable. I would but say I think that the, the writers show, would say that it's in the dialogue. If you're listening, it is. But again, it, that still doesn't give it the time. Like the television show gave it, gave her character the time sure. to explore what that but grief you, meant to her. Do you need to have watched it? No, no. you don't need to, but, but it helps immensely. It, precisely. Yes. And that's, and that's, I think where I was at. With yes. This, so. And I mean, since we're talking about it already, let's, let's talk about the films. Let's talk about yeah. Dr. Strange mom, Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. If you're confused as to why we're calling it Dr. Strange mom, that other <laughs> thing is a mouthful. This is hilarious because it kind of reminds us of Dr. Strange Um, yeah. this film to that point, we fucking loved some people didn't like it as much. What's it got critically folks didn't love it as much. And I think to that end, because they, they didn't critics were like, well, I shouldn't have to fuck it. Get on board or don't No, The audience was like 85%. Yeah, so audience like, is better. Yeah. And I, that, that makes more sense. Like it, it definitely, it definitely is quirky in terms of it's a very different movie than we've seen in the MCU. Yeah. And that can be jarring. I mean, uh, not for nothing, the director who did uh, Evil Dead. It's Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi, right? He has a style to it that's a bit. You can point to the uh, to the films that were referenced directly for this one. Yeah, for sure. And Drag I mean, Me to Hell, etc. Yeah. And it's it, for that, I think that because it's, you know, the MCU, mo- and, mm, sorry, the MCU movies have been more leaning towards like hero comedy and not so much horror comedy. Yeah. Um, that. That was a hard, I guess, a hard pill for some of those people to swallow. I don't, I don't know. Again, I I loved it. I, I think it. I think that the like uh, the one the the note the piano fight that they had the music fight the music the fight was such a creative and like interesting thing that again you don't really get yeah. in any other kind of like science fiction movie. I don't I don't I can't think of and I'm even stretching because I might be making it up. I think maybe Fantasia has a similar sequence, but that's sure. that's the kind of depth or distance you have to get to to have seen something like this yeah. on this scale. It was gorgeous. But again, we're getting new characters and new stories. We get America Chavez coming in. Oh yeah, um, which Who is, I love. That I, I she needed more time on screen. Absolutely. But and I, I think we're going to end up getting it. But we also, you know, we get um the these these acknowledgments, nods, indications of extensions of these other properties that you know uh, superhero movie going audiences are familiar with. Mm-hmm. And even some Easter eggs for just readers. It's just, we get um, Patrick Stewart as professor X. We get captain Carter. We're going to talk about her in a little bit, but Uh she comes in Maria Rambeau as captain Marvel. Yeah. John Krasinski. Yes. Thank you. Cause I was going to say Jim Halpert (laughs) as Mr. Fantastic as John Krasinski as John Krasinski. Um, And then it ties back to (laughs) our own 
MCU, you know, yeah. this the the 616 universe with Chiwetel Ejiofor's Baron Mordo. Yeah. I, Baron Karl Mordo, the Sorcerer Supreme. Do hear Carl? Captain Carter, the first Avenger. Blackagar Baltagun, keeper of the Terrigen Mists, the Inhuman King. Blackagar Baltagard? Huh. Hit a guy, hit a there. Captain Marvel, defender of the cosmos. And the smartest man alive, Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. Hello, Stephen. Fantastic Four. Didn't you guys chart in the 60s? And it, it's, it's uh, again, where it's, it's such a wild concept to be like, and again, this is one of those, like, what-if scenarios where the what-if show kind of, again, laid that groundwork for yeah. these things to happen in the movies and for people to be like, okay, yeah, I'm on board. Right. Right. And the fact that everything everywhere all at once is getting all the critical buzz it's getting means that critics and audiences both are okay with the concepts of multiverse, multiple universes, the same kind of character being put yeah. in different situations. Yeah, absolutely. With like these, the idea of multiverse is now okay with audiences. It's mainstream. It is. Uh, I'm hoping that it's not just, oh, this is another universe. It doesn't matter. I'm hoping that there's stakes because sure. now that now that there's an infinite reality. OK, but like, what are the stakes? I right? think there's an expectation that those stakes have been created by Wanda because there are comic book. There's precedence in, in the original story, in the source material for yeah. Wanda fucking some shit up and people wanting her to pay for it. Yeah. So I think there's a possibility for the 838 Wanda, you know, if they're saying in that world, well, she needs to be, if that Wanda can do that, maybe our Wanda can do that. Maybe she needs to be taken care of. Maybe they were right. But I think the big word is incursion. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the big, I think that from Dr. Strange mom, that's the larger the footprint you leave behind, the greater the risk of an incursion. Incursion? An incursion occurs when the boundary between two universes erodes. And they collide, destroying one or both entirely. Your alternate self created the Illuminati to make difficult decisions that no one else could. You fuck with realities. This is one yes. thing that can happen. As a takeaway, I think that's what's important to note from yeah. Dr. Strangemom is the idea that if two of these realities get too close together, disaster for one or both. Yeah. For sure. Definitely for one, potentially for both. But let's move on to my favorite movie that has come out recently, which is Thor Love and Thunder. Yes. Like we said uh, about Moon Knight, where again, we're getting the concept of lowercase g gods yep. being expanded, their impact on their different, you know, source cultures or it, you, whatever you want to call them. Um, <laughs> it's the Cronin God, which was a creation entirely of that film and Taika Waititi <laughs> yeah. voiced by Taika sitting on a throne of scissors because rock beat scissors. Yeah. Welcome to the golden temple kids. This is where the most powerful creative gods in the universe hang out. There's the god of magic. God of dreams. God of carpentry. Oh, okay, that one. Oh yes, that's Bao, god of dumplings. Psst, hey Bao. <laughs> Look up there, guys. That's the Cronin God, Ninny of the Nonny. Hey, Ninny Nonny. That looks like the Iron Throne, but still like, yeah, sure. The Cronins would have a God. Why not? Yeah, for sure. These these goofy looking homosexual male only crumble crumble rock <laughs> monsters 
have this guy. Why not? Fuck well, it. And it's, and it's one of those things. Again, this is the fourth Thor movie. Um, we've run out of, of Norse gods. Yeah. So we're moving on to Greek. We're moving on to gods from everywhere. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what Zeus, what Hercules is going to bring. Spoiler alert, Hercules. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh but, my God. The actor, he's from Ted Lasso. Ugh. We don't remember. I don't remember his name right now. We did not research for this episode enough. They don't ask us for lightning. They don't ask us for rain. They just want to see one of their so-called superheroes. When did we become the joke? No. No more. They will fear us again when Thor Odinson falls from the sky. Do you understand me, Oculus? Do you understand me, my son? Yes, father. But those titties, mm. those big, beefy, hairy titties. Yeah. The flood sensor in my basement is going off. Jesus. <laughs> Suffocate me in your dirty, hairy pillows, Mr. Hercules. Honey, more like Hercules. Oh, my God. Who was the gladiator? Thor Love and Thunder is, again, we're introducing new characters. We're, we're introducing new concepts. We're, yeah. get, we're, again, I think it's. We're getting power hierarchy when we yeah. get into that third act in that where they, you know, find eternity, which is both a place and a being. Yeah. And a concept Um, in that hall with all of those like statues of these, you know, galactic beings we see if not uatu the watcher then his race of people uh-huh. we see a celestial mm-hmm. there are a few others that i mean i'll link a handful of new rockstars videos if you really want some deep dive into the shit that'll go yeah, into we're, the, we're, we're not we're not qualified. we're not those people and <laughs> frankly they get paid to do that amazing work absolutely yeah. go view them and follow them because we do no shade not even really a paid plug at all it's not a paid plug at all no. we fucking love the new rockstars channel and they're doing a lot more lately you're into last of us They've got shit. Yeah. It's for, it's great. great. They're great. But uh, to your point, we're introducing a lot of new characters. We're, we're introducing this hierarchy within the, um, within the, the Thor universe, if you will. And, and I think that we're getting away from Hemsworth a little bit. I don't think he's going away yet. I think there's a fourth movie where there is, it's like a battle of the gods. I'd bet a dozen donuts and a crisp $5 bill that the next Thor film is called clash of the Titans like Thor clash of the Titans or similar. Sure. Because that's what that post credit scene sets up is the concept of the gods going to war with each other. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. At least one-on-one Hercules versus Thor. Yeah. And do I want to see Hemsworth get killed? I don't think so. No, I don't think I want to see, because I mean, a, what they did with Captain America, I think, was really great. I think with Winter or uh, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, the the television show, yeah, um, handing it off uh, to Falcon, mm-hmm. at the, you know, the mantle is a better way of doing it, right? Chris Evans is could technically still come back, sure, just as much as it's been rumored that Tony's going to come back for Secret for Wars, Secret yeah. Wars. But imagine a Thor Clash of the Titans. Where the end of Act Two is Thor Odin's son dying, but there needs to be a Thor in this realm. Yeah. Oh, we've got one. 
She just happens to be in Valhalla. Well, and I would assume that Thor would also go to Valhalla as well. Right. So maybe one for one tag it, tag her out. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. And we haven't seen uh, apparently. And I mean, this is just the way that it happens. It, it, at least also, in the God of War games worth and just keep using Thor as a character. And I don't know if this is just a thing in Norse mythology, but Odin can bring people back from Valhalla. Valhalla yeah. So, I mean, but obviously Odin's not around. So but presumably he himself is in Valhalla. Yeah, for sure. I well, love, yeah. I'd love to see Odin and Zeus go at it. Oh, that's what I'd love. I'd love to see like them. Fucking? Anthony. Ho- no, no, no. Anthony Hopkins and Russell Crowe in their characters fighting. Oh, fighting. Not fucking. No. Oh, okay. No. Mm. I mean, it'd have to be CG because it's not like you could get Anthony Hopkins, like going mad <laughs> crazy with a spear. No, but that would be a rad battle. It would be. It would be rad. Absolutely. Absolutely. So on to Wakanda Forever, which has now made it to the platform. Hey. Yeah. Reminder, spoilers. We're going to talk about some details from the film if you haven't watched it. But if you haven't, you're listening to this because you have Disney Plus. Good news. You can watch it yep. right now. I cried on an airplane. Uh, like it was. Uh, <sighs> That's Jermaine. He cried on an airplane watching this. That wasn't just an unsequitur. No, 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 no. That That's <laughs> that's what I meant. I watched Wakanda Forever. My name Forever. is Clancy. One time I. Cried on an airplane. It's like you're doing icebreakers right now. <laughs> cried on an air- Why did you cry on an airplane? Well, let me tell you. Wakanda Forever is an interesting story as it is the formal end to phase four. Yes, while also being a solid standalone sequel. And I think that it's it, it, it doesn't really rely on anything else except for the original Black Panther. Yeah. Um, there's not much else except for a couple of characters that have come from other MCU properties. Yes. And the general understanding that five years has been lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's important because of Nakia and her story. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, to our earlier point about people being really down on phase four, a lot of, and we'll talk about this here in, in, in a little bit, a lot of phase four had to do with grief mm-hmm. and what better like my, like end cap to a phase that's about how grief and whether or not or how you deal with it can impact your literal reality. Yeah. That this is a film where a character works through that and creates a path forward Mm -hmm. and shows the other side of grief. Once you feel like you've started fresh and started new, kind of like going into a new phase. Yeah. Kind of like moving out of another. Well, it's even, it's even got a meta level to it where, I mean, you know, Chadwick Boseman passing away Yes, and the, how Marvel and how, you know, the, uh, Ryan Coogler and, and all, all of, of these, production. all of these, how they were dealing with it. Cause I mean, it, it's, it had to have been rough. And it, you could look at some of the featurettes and even some of the documentary stuff that's on Disney plus about how, like how it was just as much them, you know, grieving yeah. and celebrating his life, uh-huh. uh, Chadwick Boseman's life. As it was the characters doing the same yeah. for T'Challa. Mm-hmm. I had to lead a wounded nation and a broken world. But I still took time in the bush. I wandered until I found water. And I sat. Then I did this ritual that I am about to show you now. I found your brother in the breeze. Pushing me, gently but firm, like his hand on my shoulder. Took some time, but he was there. 
it's such a time capsule of that a bit. And I like, feel like, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. to the point of it being, you know, a solid sequel or whatever, mm-hmm. it is already raking in both awards and nominations. Oh yeah. It is nominated for five Academy Awards, including best supporting actress for Angela Bassett. It's nominated for a BAFTA for same thing. Six critics choice movie awards. It won two Angela Bassett and Ruthie Carter. That's supporting yeah. actress and costume design. And Angela Bassett has already won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress yeah. in a motion picture. It's wild and amazing. It's really cementing that this is good film. There are people in the industry who consider this, or at least the, these accolades, as cinema. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cinema? Cinema! Oh, yes. Um, um, but again... Spoilers, we're going to get into some light plot details if you oh, haven't yeah. watched it yet as they pertain to what we're going to be discussing in the last couple of minutes of this, which is the beginning of phase five. Um, the U.S. can detect vibranium, which wasn't possible before. So right. Black Panther is dead and the U.S. can detect vibranium. These are the two big sort of inciting incidents of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and they overlap because we end up meeting. Uh, Riri Williams, who is going to be playing Ironheart. No. Sorry. Riri Williams is the character name. She is going Becoming to become Ironheart. Ironheart. Yes. Uh, the actor is... Dominic Thorne. She's getting her own show. Ironheart is going to be a show, but the character has been introduced here. Yeah. And Anthony Ramos from Hamilton and In the Heights is going to be playing her kind of primary, primary nemesis hood mm. who uses both guns and demons. He's a character in Marvel Snap. When you oh. play him, you get a demon in your hand. I think that it's a really great way of introducing her in, mm-hmm. into the, into the, into the MCU. A it's, it's, she's showing that her chops are at the level of Tony's. She yeah. built a suit in a, and I'm sure he clocks it as Iron Man tech, Stark tech. Yeah. In, or, or at least Stark tech inspired immediately. Yeah. And she's the one who like developed this, like vibranium wasn't supposed to be detectable. She figured it out in a metallurgy class. This thing can detect the altered frequency of vibranium through water, stones, even heavy metals. Whoever built this is brilliant. Come, look. Some are custom parts and others look like they gathered it from a junkyard. I am still struggling to believe that vibranium exists outside of Wakanda. Perhaps there was more than one meteorite. Our planet is covered of mostly water, so it's reasonable that the other one just landed there. This changes everything that we know. Right. And that's it's wild. I love having other characters that can wield technology like this yes. and can build and can, you know, they're not necessarily reliant on being bit by a spider or or having some sort of event happen to them. Right. This is hard work and perseverance turning you into a superhero. Yeah. Nine, Bill, no detective for no CIA. I made that for my metallurgy class. A school project. Yeah. My professor said I'd never be able to do it. To be young, gifted, and black, though, right? <laughs> and I something like else that. I love that gets us in a place where we are ready to see more from her, but she's got a clean slate is she's given access to Wakandan technology. And then because it is Wakandan technology, she cannot leave with it. Yeah. Like that's just how they operate. Right. And I so think, we got to see the most she could do. And now we're going to see her do it on her own. Absolutely. And I also think that that suit could come back in, say, another team up movie or sure. something like that to where it's like, hey, uh, we got a big event. Sherry's like, hey, I brought this. Right. <laughs> you know, it's in this. I made, I made some updates. Or Here whatever. you go. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Yeah. We also get introduced to Namor, who's played by Tenoch Huerta. Mm -hmm. Um, He's the king of Talakan, an ancient civilization of underwater dwelling people Mm -hmm. who live off the Yucatan, or were indigenous to the Yucatan Peninsula area. Yeah. Yucca, Mexico. I forget what the, what region they. Like South America. I'm just going to drop it in. They have Central American. They have a very distinct phrase for it. And it is. Yucatec Mayan. In the comics, it's Atlantis. Mm Mm-hmm but they've shifted that since they've shifted sort of the cultural background of this. And also because DC is establishing Atlantis in their cinematic universe, which is fine. I can understand the split. And honestly, more is the better because this interpretation of this hero and his uh, people is amazing. And it gives you sympathy because he's not really a villain. He's much more of an anti-hero. And in the comics, he's kind of a dick and an anti-hero. He's also this kind of arguably the first mutant depends on whether or not you believe apocalypse. And when he says, he came forth, but did that happen before? And in this one, it's the Spanish conquistadors, yeah. which is like the 1500s, but apocalypse was around during the time of the pharaohs. So it just depends on <laughs> what there, there's a lot there. There's, there's a lot there. Honestly, there are people smarter that are figuring this out. Uh, and you know, I am excited to see what they come up with. Yes, absolutely. But, but and then we I also like get the, a nice little bow on something that's been teased since the beginning of phase four yeah, and played a significant role in Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. with Val, Contessa yes. Valentina. Defontaine. Defontaine. Yes. yes. I almost went into the, what Dot says her name is in Animaniacs. <laughs> oh yeah. Princess Angelina, Contessa, Louisa, Francesca, Banana Fana, Yeah, because she was introduced in the post. No, she was introduced in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. She popped up in the post credit scene for Black Widow. Yep. And here she's. Ross, from the agency. You got any witnesses? None. But we think it was the Wakandans. Excuse me? Our field office got a tip from Langley that they were coming. R- right. Who made that call? She did. Director DeFontaine? Really? Well. Uh, agent thinks it was the Wakandans. We've been on every one of them since they took out our ship. That's why I wanted you here. You're looking good. Oh, well, I try. You put that home gym in? Uh, yeah, last year. Maybe I'll drop by sometime and jump on your Peloton. I, I mean, when you think about the cast of this film and who gets billed where, but it's, you know, fucking Julia Louis-Dreyfus coming in. She's the new CIA director. Yeah, this is important. We didn't know where she fit in. We just knew that she was a little shady. Recruiting. We knew that she was doing something like right. that. But now that we know, like, yeah, she's the director of the CIA. And if and- Yelena was working for her, then does that mean Yelena is a freelancer or does she also work for the CIA? And that's going to dovetail. We'll talk about it in a second into more of the films. Yeah. In phase five. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we've also got Richard Schiff as the UN ambassador to the yeah. U.S. We know Harrison Ford is stepping into the Colonel Ross role, except he's going to be President Ross. Mm-hmm. So from the end of Black Widow, he end, ends up becoming president. And now think about it. What's happening at the end of Black Widow? The U.S. is pulling up on the Red Room and oh, it's yeah. Colonel Ross who's there. And what's the Red Room good at? Mind control. Oh. We're setting up other potential storylines that are going to get us yeah. to Thunderbolts and beyond and potentially and, to Red Hulk. Oh, okay. That's rad. Because what color I, is the mind control stuff? Red. Yeah. I also really want a scene 
when Harrison Ford is in there, like, you know, he's on Air Force One or whatever, and somebody gets on his on the plane, he's like, get off my plane. Because that happened in Air Force One, the movie that Harrison Ford was in. Uh, let me rim shot right there. So, yeah. <laughs> so the question is, how does all of this tie up phase four? Again, lots of world building. We've yep. seen how different characters deal with grief and how it impacts their literal reality. And all of this is laying the groundwork for the start of phase five. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it's, it, it, I'm excited for yeah. what phase five has to offer. And I think that, you know, some of the stuff in phase four, like Loki and what if have really set that tone, really planted those seeds. Right. And obviously we're going to talk a little bit more about those later. Yeah. But uh, at the end of Loki, we we literally see what it means to have a multiverse. Yes. The, the sacred timeline starts to branch. Mm-hmm. We get that concept visualized. We then get it visualized on the monitors in the uh, TVA. Yep. Um, in what if we're seeing the practical applications of those things, right? We're seeing Captain Carter, who we get in Dr. Strange mom. We're seeing a Killmonger who becomes Black Panther. Yep. We're seeing a different Black Widow who gets, uh, I mean, everybody's missing Natasha Romanoff, but we literally see the possibility of a black widow coming from one world and being placed in one that doesn't have a black widow. Right. Is that going to cause an incursion or does that give us the opportunity to have our black widow come back or a black widow come back and she gets recapped? Like, Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, and again, I also, we also have a group of black widows like, you know, well, Yelena is going to be our next black widow, but in terms of Natasha and that, that character. Sure. But there were a bunch of other girls that were also saved from the red room. that sure. were also widows. Yes. And so like, I would like the idea of there of almost it being a super group, not just one entity. You know what I almost think is going to happen. Hmm. I think, um, I forget the character name. Cause again, I did very little research before you Shang Chi's sister. I think she's going to recruit a bunch of them. That would be rad. And they're going to become kind of like the new 10 rings. That that would be super cool. And then they also, as a front, start a group called Yelena and the Widows. And they're a rock group. Oh, my God. And it's like <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. Yes. I would love that. I think we just created a multiversal universe <laughs> just by having that thought. So Forbes has a great breakdown of Disney Plus and Marvel Phase 5. Yeah, and I scrolled through it. It's extensive. It's extensive. Um, so I'll link that in the description. But for our purposes, we're going to get What If Season 2 like any day now? Yeah, I want to say within the next month. After Quantumania happens, I think we're going to start to get more What Ifs. Because mm-hmm. I think Quantumania is going. Because, A, there's a lot in that Quantumania trailer. Like. Like, Again, I'll where, link new rock where, stars. Where are this going to be the surprises? Right. Cause there's a lot that they put into it. Like we know about a bunch of characters that are coming out. We know about a bunch of cameos, but also it's like, but when you think back to the ant, the ant man and the wasp trailer, mm-hmm. pretty much did what it said on the tin. Yeah, I guess that's fair. There weren't a whole lot of surprises in that, except for maybe Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. And, uh, but also understanding where like, you know, uh, we, oh, we, were, we were putting in big concepts Killian. in terms of I'm thinking of like the, some of the organizations that are being like it, it's been speculated that it's the intelligentsia who were his buyers. Oh, yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, I think that after Quantum Media comes out, we're going to have more material to work with for what if. Yeah. Uh, and that we're going to get a lot more. Yeah. A, a lot more. Well, we've already that. got material because there were scenes that we were hinted at in the first season that we didn't get. So like when. Um, 
Uatu snags that Gamora. We're seeing her bestie buds with a Tony Stark and they're at Nidavellir trying to make something with um, Eitri. Yeah. And that story we didn't get in season one, but we're going to get it in season two. Supposedly. Because, supposedly. Yeah. Because apparently Tony Stark ends up going to Sakaar and becomes a drag racer instead of Bruce. <laughs> um, That's rad. But then we're also getting like their characters that have been introduced in the film since then, like from Shang-Chi, who are going to be battling characters that we know about like Odin. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. And we're also getting secret invasion, which let's go ahead Ooh. for shits and giggles. Drop the trailer in right now in case you haven't seen it. You've been avoiding Earth, but I have called for your help plenty of other times, and you've been pretty content to let those calls go straight to voicemail. Yeah, well, this is different. How much do you know about your security detail? What do you mean, how much do I know about them? Fury, we gotta be very careful now. You're in no shape for this fight that lies before us. This is just the beginning. This is my war. Alone. And I'm the last person standing between them and what they really want. And what is that? We'll link it in the show notes too. Wow, we just did the whole thing right there. This is wild. Yeah, it's nuts, right? This is unprecedented. But I mean, we're getting <laughs> we're getting Nick Fury again. We're getting Agent Ross again. Yeah. We're getting um Rhodey. We know that scrolls are a thing and that they can look like anyone. It's kind of that shield vibe of who can you trust. We, we also, I mean, it felt like for fucking ever ago when we saw Samuel L. Jackson on a space station. Everybody back to work. That has to be answered in this yeah. or else I'm going to be upset yeah. because like it, that felt like such a huge deal. That's just like, oh, yeah, no, he's in space somewhere. But yeah, no, this I think that's what this is going to answer. We're going to yeah. get a lot of that. And also it's the terrestrial, but super terrestrial. It's tying travel. space and planetary together. Yeah, because now we're able to travel. Yes. We're now able to go to other planets, to other places in space without it being the guardians of the galaxy or someone as a concept, it ties directly back to Tony's farewell to Morgan. Oh yeah. God, what a world universe. Now, if you told me 10 years ago that we weren't alone, let alone, you know, to this extent, I mean, 
I, I, I wouldn't have been surprised, but come on, who knew? The epic forces of darkness and light that have come into play. And for better or worse, that's the reality Morgan's going to have to find a way to grow up in. It's wild. It's so deliberately. Oh. That's why, like, to call back to something I said earlier, a lot of this stuff I feel like we're going to review at the end of phase five, at the end of phase six and go, wow, they were thinking about this then. Yeah. Uh, Loki season two. Um, I mean, we're going to be getting that. It's this summer. I think they, I think they've wrapped filming or maybe they're doing some pickups, but they're near the end of production. Yeah. So we should be getting that, uh, echo, which is from, uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yes. Um, and so we'll be getting that iron heart, which we just discussed. Yeah. Uh, we'll be getting that in, in, uh, uh, what is it? Series five or, uh, it's phase five, but also supposedly next year. Yeah, which is wild. But also Coven of Chaos, oh. which has alternately been called Hulk of Har- House of Harkness. And recently a director's chair from the set was seen and it said Agnes of Westview. Oh, is that a working title? Is it the new title? Is it something different? What stories are we getting? Because in the comics, there's a new Salem that's led by a coven of witches. Yeah. And it's Agatha's son. Who leads them into like burning her, but then she comes back. It's a whole thing. Well, and not for nothing. Marvel has done this before where they've thrown out titles and changed them. Captain America was named something else. I don't remember what it was called, but they changed it to Civil War. Yeah. Um. And so like, yeah, there, this, there's precedent for. And we know changes. they're filming now, aside from the director's tears, because we're getting casting announcements with both Patty Lapone and Aubrey uh. Plaza joining the cast. Oh, my God. Aubrey Plaza in the MCU. My God. I yes. Know. So I just need John Ralphio. Anyways, there's a lot of dates. It's all predicted. Mm-hmm. And given that all but one of the TV shows in phase five currently have 2023 dates, it could lead to pushing some into 2024 to pad the content. Maybe. I also think that there's a lot of space this year to put a lot of this stuff out. Who, who's yeah, to but say? If you look at the track record since we've come back, since they've gotten back in the group from COVID. Yeah. It's, I think it's too much. Oh yeah, I guess that's fair. They originally pushed WandaVision was supposed to come out two months before it did. They pushed that out. They pushed Loki out. Yeah. I think again, all of the shows, all of the TV shows in phase five, yeah. which is just starting have 2023 dates right now. Yeah. Except for one, except for one. So I mean, they will probably push them out. Well, yeah. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why they don't announce dates, right? Like, I mean, they have to do that for the films. Um, they still push those out regardless. Yes. But like, but my point is you were just saying there's plenty of room this year to do it. Yes, absolutely. But why burn through all that content? You're right. They should push it out. And You're I right. think that they will. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's the end of phase four. We're prepping you for phase five. Enjoy Black Panther Wakanda forever. It's on the platform right now. If you're wondering why we didn't touch too much on Quantum Mania versus guess what? Next episode, what are we doing, Clancy? We're going to be doing the first nonplussed double feature that we've ever, we've ever done. We're going to catch you up on both Ant-Man and (laughs) Ant-Man and the Wasp. If you don't have time to watch it, that's literally what we're here for. Yeah. But because our next episode is going to drop on the day that Quantumania hits theaters, we thought, hey, why not run our listeners through both of those films? Talk about some theories. Let you know who Kang is. If you're like, what the fuck? Who's Kang? That's what our next episode is going to be between you hearing this and that time we're going to watch both of those movies and take sufficient notes to yeah, get you I, I'm really, to get you theater seat ready for Quantumania if you don't have time to watch it. Absolutely. I'm very, very excited to do this, A, because I want to go revisit the Ant-Man movies again. And I really like the Ant-Man movies. Yes. They're some of my favorites. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to do that. So, yeah, 
uh, you know, make sure make sure you listen to us in two weeks. Yes, like, follow, subscribe, leave us a review on your podcast player of preference. Five stars only, please, because we're nice boys and we deserve yes. it. Yes. Um, where can they find us on social media, Clancy? Uh, they can find us at Nonplussed Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yes. And if you want to send us an idea of your own, we're still doing planning for this year. If you want to suggest a film for us to watch, uh, if you want to argue with us, if you have a specific question going into Quantum Mania. Yeah. Or you hated this episode, like, please let us know. At suggestions at nonpluspod.com. Yeah, just don't do that on the ratings. No. We prefer to have that come directly to if us. If you want to give us honest, direct, um, scathing feedback, we give you our email address to do that. Yes, please do that. Give us a hand job in the comments and <laughs> ratings. Berate us for it in the email. Yes. I'm absolutely. fine having that kind of abusive relationship <laughs> with my audience if it means more people listen to us. Absolutely. All right. That over there <laughs> is my husband, Clancy. And over there is my husband, Josh. And we are nonplussed. But not nonplussed about what's coming next. No, I'm so excited. So excited. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. We're too white to do that. Well, I mean, hey. It's like that guy in She-Hulk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That guy <laughs> in She-Hulk. All Fuck right. that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Bye. Falcon and Winter Soldier towards the end. Thunder. I got my phone marbles. Hold that thought. Because I really need it. Okay. We have a bathroom downstairs. Oh, fair enough. Here we go again, Patty Lapone. Ba da ba 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 ba. Aubrey Plaza's there too, it is known. Ba 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 ba. Remember, you can get $20 off your first box of booze boosters from Shaker and Spoon with the code nonplussed. Just go to shakerandspoon.com slash nonplussed to get your $20 off today. Add some personality to your potions. And some spice to your sauce. Ew.